Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. I'm just showing the kids I am capable and like, you know, but I'm also like, listen, you asked for a home cooked meal, you better love it. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Morning. Morning, Hosen. Later, Hosen. Oh, oh, what? I was wearing a matching hair elastic with you. Oh, um, you're cute. it's in your hair. That's right. Your hair's up. Oh, but that's brown. That's dead. Yeah, that's dead. Dead. Allergies will, will take you out, but it reminds me. It reminded me of. Are you pulling me closer? closer to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you or, come closer to me because I'm in a crack. <laughs> me too. Oh, you're in a crack. So you get your ass <laughs> over here. Then you're not in a crack. The crack's actually more comfortable. Oh, it is. Yeah, because I'm hmm. just sitting in the cozy. Um, but I was thinking about allergies, and I and I was thinking it just it all circles back in relationships. Like I was like to Mark, like 
my allergies are really bad. So the nicest thing he can say is, stay inside, don't go outside. Okay. Then if I complain about it at all, like a friend says, a friend or a kid says, I feel really bad for you. Like, I hope you feel better. Yes. Mark's like, every time... Have you doubled up on the medication? Can you go see the doctor? Like I haven't already done these things. And it reminds me of when we started our business and we would just vent about things and they would always want to fix it because that's just the way they yeah, want to do it. that's the way men are. That's, the way, that's what men do. But, it, but to me, it seems like completely insensitive and kind of self-centered in the fact that you want to fix the problem for you. You want to fix it right. because you think your way's better or you want to fix it so you don't have to look at it anymore. Or hear about it anymore. And what I'm looking for is, listen, I'm a grown-up. I can take care of myself. I know what medication I need to be on. You know, just like when we started business, we know what we needed to do. We know what the advice would be. But like, what we're looking for is a little sympathy. A little, you got this. You're doing a good job. You know what, you know what the problem with all relationships is? Mm. Are, is, Mm. whatever, Mm. is that people's expectations in their head of who you should be and when you're not that, it, it, it triggers them that you're wrong or you shouldn't be that way. So when you're constantly looking at someone else for the, the you, you two are both having expectations of each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it, the minute you stop thinking like about your own expectation, you can realize, oh, I'm kind of being a dick bag right now. I, she's feeling bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like she actually physically doesn't feel well. Mm-hmm. But he's like in his head, I'm coming home. I've had a long day. You like, he's like, fix it. And you're like, but I can't. It's like physically wrong. So expectations are so fucked because they come based on our past experiences and what we want. It's like no one tells you in a relationship, like it's actually not about you. And that's the shitty thing about it. It's like it, you have to, when someone's, when someone's down, you have to be like, it's not on purpose. Like, if they're not meaning to do it, it's just like, it's like they're just, they're like, their fucking allergies are kicking them in the ass, you know? Like, yeah. I understand Mark is like, because 90% of the time, you're not like this. Mm-hmm. So in the 10% that you are, this isn't something you're choosing, this is just something that is happening to you. And you know, it remind, it made, makes me think, like every time I feel like I'm not getting like sympathy for something, from my husband, which I'm it's allowed- empathy, you want empathy. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it remind it makes me think though, and when he's like saying everything's so busy now, you know, with like all the kids doing all the things and work and all that, is that part of the problem is that some people aren't as flexible. And if I look back to when I first became his wife and when I first had children. You were the most flexible person. You were the flex. Yes, but also I did things. Like dinner was cooked every night. The house was tidied. It's like to him now, it probably looks like I'm slacking because there's so much more going on with me. And I'm also like, why is this my job? You know, but the reason it is my job is because I took it on as my job. Yeah. No, I, I listen, I get that a hundred, a hundred percent. It's been so many years. Get used to it. I'm not it's doing also, that shit anymore. Nat, you know what it is? <laughs> I have to tell you, it's also like it is, um, this is not to bash my husband, but we were at the dance recital mm-hmm. and. I had two other kids with me. Mm-hmm. Dinner, it was 4.30. I, they didn't have lunch because they had a late breakfast mm-hmm. and they were starving. Yeah. I was hoping that my daughter would be right off the bat, but of course she was the last two acts. Okay. So he was going to come and then we took two cars and uh, he was okay. going to come and leave with those two and then because I knew, you know, a three-year-old or a four-year-old at a two-and-a-half-hour concert or like dance recital, OMG. 
Now, I'm sitting there in my head and I'm like, all right, it's now four o'clock. They're like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. They're not even done yet. I'm like, I've got, I'm like in my head, I'm thinking of dinner, I'm thinking of managing their moods, I'm thinking of picking up one and honoring her so she understands that like that was a big deal, right? Like, blah, 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 blah. So, and he, and I'm like, you go do this. He's like, what's your problem? Like, I am managing you. There's no problem. I don't think you understand like how you had to go pick up. He was just standing there. I'm like, you have to walk to the front. You have to go pick. They have to see your face. You have to bring her home. You have to fight the crowd. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what's the big deal? I'm like, oh my God, she's going to stand there till they see my face. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and I'm like, have you thought about dinner? Have you thought about what you're going to put in their mouth? Do you have to worry about that? No, you don't. So my mental load right now, the reason I'm short right now is because my mental load is at capacity of managing all of you right now. And going home and figuring it out. You what don't have dinner? to figure it out. I have Uber Eats because it was 4.30. Yeah, you And did. I knew I had to get home. And by the time I cooked something, shit would be off the rails because they didn't have lunch. Oh. And I'd already fed them two bags of chips and a candy bar. You know? Oh, my God. I That's know. That's all I'm I had. I'm sitting in the kitchen and I'm cooking a meal, like a, ni- like a nice meal, you know, like the whole thing. And Teddy comes inside and goes, Dad has a question for you about timing for dinner. And I, so Mark comes in because they were playing catch outside and I'm like, I didn't know what time baseball was. And he, Mark comes in, I'm like, you have a question about timing for dinner? And he's like, yeah, well, we have to leave at six. Like, what should Teddy eat? I'm like, well, it's going to be ready at six. And then he's like, I guess he'll eat it when he gets home. I'm like, okay. And I leave them dinner, whatever. And then I'm upstairs and I see them. I'm like, how was dinner? Like, was it good? And Teddy was like, I wasn't really hungry for it. Great. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just, it really is. I think that the, the expectations are so fucked between men and women and husband and wives. And I really think like, I really think that we married the wrong generation Mm. because I feel like, um, I feel like we're raising our kids to understand that it's not women don't have a job and men don't have a job. You're a team. Like Mm. my son, um, Although my husband does a lot of housework and stuff, like he's great at he's great at that. He's actually better than me at that. But just the mental load is something so different. And then I feel like, you know, it's just it's like all, all men get to carry one load, women get to carry two, one in their balls and one in their head, which is like going to like just doing the day. But you know, they think that their load is so big because they think they have to provide for the they family, have to provide for the family, and that's stressful for them. I understand, fair, but you know what? That's not the case. <laughs> So, and we're carrying, we're carrying your load of stress plus all the other loads. I, I mean, I'll, I'll never ever get over the mental load of motherhood. I will never get over it. And the fact that no one talks about it and the fact that nobody really has the conversation of like the, the minutia of being a mother. You know, I ran into at soccer, I ran into a mom that we knew when we were all first time moms. Okay. When we were all in the baby world and we were all like, and this, okay. And you got a break when you're a new mom. You get such a break when yeah. you're a new fucking mom. So she, I was, I think at that time I probably had maybe, Tucker was a baby. So I had three small children. I was at home and I, I was more, I feel like I was more put together and, and I remember literally saying, I don't know why at all moms say they're so tired. I had three kids and I, I remember, you say this all the time. I, I, I remember this. Tired. I remember I'm like, this. I'm not tired. Like everyone's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, I kind of say I'm so tired because everyone else says they're so tired, but like, my kids go to bed at seven and wake up at seven. Like I have more than enough sleep. Yeah. But I didn't realize they weren't talking about the lack of sleep. No. They were talking about the exhaustion of everything. And some people it hits earlier and later. Now, like maybe it's my allergies, but right now I'm tired. Like I'm a lot more tired right now. Um, but anyway, so when I ran into her, I never hadn't seen her with her children ever. And I'm dying to know who this it is. It had been, so Tucker's, how old are they? Seven, eight? Yeah, seven. Okay. So seven years now we are both in motherhood and 
there was just, the two of us sat there and we pushed our kids on the swings and talked. And I just thought to myself how different the conversation was now than seven years ago, how different the enthusiasm was <laughs> for parenting than seven years ago and how the struggle and the like, how am I going to get through this? And why are they always fighting? Like the, the, sh- the load was so different. And I didn't say it to her, but I thought she's probably thinking like, she's probably feeling the same thing. I used to be so much lighter. Right. And now I'm sitting there where both of us are just like, holy hell, like her kids were crazy monkeys fighting and I'm like oh gosh girls fight too and she's like you have no idea and at the end it was just kind of like you know there was no like like two niceties like being like hey how's it going it went right into like how do you do this like yeah 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 no I feel yes oh god it's it's changed (laughs) a a mother you get forgotten as a mom who has older kids it's kind of like you know what we're you've talked about motherhood for so long I'm kind of done I'm done I'm you're you know what you exhaust me just looking at you like when you walk with your kids you just look tired you look like you've been walked around a few times you know like you look like although I have to say I said to Mark the other day I I like, I like this age right now of all my kids. The tween, <clears throat> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard. I'm finding that a bit challenging, but when she's good, it's great. Anyways, oh my god, I, I leading into our business talk, I do feel like work is an escape right now. Like anything 100%. to do with work is a hundred and fifty-five percent a place where we can, uh, like go without. With, it's like when we get to leave, oh God, I recommend women stepping away because when you can't actually be part of the conversation, it's really a mental break. And you don't have to be a part of the conversation and that's okay. The woman I was talking to too, she says she travels all the time and she doesn't have any extra help, yada, yada. And she's like, what's some tips and all that? And I'm like, I totally agree that going away um, is helpful and... Um, I mean, we are so blessed with the, when we do go away, the, like the thing we get to talk about and the people we get to meet are completely like on our, on our level, in our brain space, thinking about the things that we're thinking about. So when we go to travel for work, we sit and have conversations with people about the way we feel. That means, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is so fucking lucky that we don't have to sit and talk about numbers. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Or like the, the project plans. Or for some the- days I would take that. I'm like, you know what? You're sit, you're sitting in a space without someone yelling at me. I'm going there. Yeah. Or having to think about dinner. I'm going there. Oh, fuck dinner tonight. Oh, stop it. I mean, I cooked a good one last night. I know you get a night off. <laughs> That's what I feel you like. You get a home run. You I'm get just a- showing the kids I am capable and like, you know, but I'm also like, listen, you asked for a home cooked meal. You better love it because if you don't like it and you don't eat it, I could just order a pizza. It would be cheaper. It would take me less time and it'd be less cleanup. Oh my God. I agree. Listen, I so agree. Sick of pizza. Oh my gosh. My kids, somebody told me that my kids said that they hate McDonald's to them. I'm like that's because I offer it so often, and they're like, "I don't want it. I just want a home cooked <laughs> meal." Um, guys, on a on a side note of this um conversation, we are we are um right now in a place where we are really like trying to push the boundaries of what we're doing, and funnily enough, we have a run coming. It's called the run, a tour run in June. And they had this long route set out, and and that and I looked at it like we will not do well in these in these spaces. I don't know why we knew that. I don't know what made us think that. So on the plus side, I'm really happy we're going out in June on a smaller scale. On a negative side, we did a smaller show. It's not selling well, so we are having a little bit of a fail in in June. 
And I was like, the only good thing is it lets me know that we're on the pulse of where of what what we know. We know we're like we're getting to know our people so so much more. Yeah. And for the people that are coming to the June shows, listen, it, one person buying a ticket is a success. Oh, you and I have so much fun. I'm just, I'm talking business, not about yeah. the people in the yeah. show because the people in the show are our people. You and know, it's like a, it's, a it's lot still three hundred people, which is like still a lot of people. But for us, we're used to like two thousand well, people. And not only that, from the team, which is not just Cat Nat. The, everybody's looking at it from a different point of view, and they're like, I mean, everybody's sort of like, meh, like this isn't this isn't the greatest. Just you know, most of it's like they're all over fifty. Like there's eighties, eighties, what? But it's still like eighty percent sold. And yeah, of yeah, it, no, I know. But it's just not. It, they should be sold out for the small venues, like yes. for us. So we're gonna make it such a great time because for the people that are there, they're obviously our friends, and it's going to be a totally yes. Amazing. But that was not the point. Was on the business side that like knowing our intuition of what like for us that's a that is from the business side. I'm not talking about the people or like how Nat and I will be on stage because we show up wherever the fuck we go. It's what we do. It's from like a, the behind the scenes of it is. The, it's not good. Like, it's not like it's, it's not like it's, it's not like you're like, wow, like this tour has been so off the hook, March, April, May. It's funny that in, that we kind of got an ass kicking. Like, it's good that we got an ass kicking because it, it reminds you that, you know, not to take it for granted that what we do is, is who, like you said, whoever shows up is, it's so, it's so amazing yeah. that they do that. And, you know, we've been on tour for over a year now and, when we first put tickets out, we held our breath, not even knowing if people would come. We didn't even know if it was a a possibility. We were like, "No way, we could do that!" Yeah, and and we're doing it. So it's like the fact that we're doing it is, and that it's been going on for like two years. But honestly, if if someone were to say, "Listen, you for your for your final tour, you get to pick ten cities, and they're going to be big venues." We would know the ten cities that we would go to. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think though, from a business perspective, like. I think you can get really lost in um, in what people tell you, and I think you can get really lost in, in conversations with people and really lost in advice from people. And I think that so much of what we want to hear is what the right answer is. You know, like it's so hard to listen to yourself and make a gut decision. And I know we talk a lot about our gut decisions, but it's like in those moments where you take a risk and you fucking fail at that risk, mm-hmm. like where not where you fail, but where you learn. Okay, that wasn't so great. That's part of us growing and understanding. Like, we'll probably never go back to California. I mean, I, I will never no, say never. I mean, in our touring world, we'll probably never go and do that. We're never going to be like, that's the first run. We'd go back to Detroit before we went to California. Yeah. If they were like, let's do a California run in December, what would you say? Well, uh, I would say no, but for number one, our audience has grown a lot since then. But what we would do is we'd pick a local like city and do like one big fat show. Right. But that, that's kind of Vegas. Because they're close, right? Like yeah. it's like a, it's like a, it's such a close flight. But we've under, we've come. You and I through experiences of failing have come to understand. Yeah. Like we tried, it didn't work. We modify it. We go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it didn't deter us, but we weren't like, oh, we didn't beat the dead horse. No. We didn't beat the fucking pony. No. And they've asked. The, I'm sure we would get offers to come back because even though we didn't sell out the venues, we did well for. What we are and the theaters that we went to. Yeah, we we sold out in the random ones. Not so fucking random. We got you know what? We love random cities. We're random ladies, random ladies, and random cities. When do we and get also, to talk about like, what we're doing? Like in terms of two, what are we doing tomorrow? Oh, we got to talk about that. Why? Because that is going to be 
Well, I, I listen. We didn't sign any fucking NDA on this. NDA. <laughs> I don't I like know what the, I don't know what it is. I know what's well, it called? Non disclosure, maybe, and no embargo. No non disclosure act. Oh my god! Way to go. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a paternity test. <laughs> so basically, in our in our in our journey. It's oh, here we go again. How number many? four. Is this number four? Let's think. Mm-mm. That one? Yeah. Then the second one? Yeah. Then the third then the one. Then the third one. This, this is our the fourth, fourth one. one. Okay, so I remember back way back in the day, somebody who is was a is an expert and still a friend said, Goes "You back guys to failing again? Nope. Try again. Yeah. You know what? We'll try again. You got you guys should have a TV show." And then we're like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." But she told us her experience of like you know, there's always someone who wants to make a TV show for you. The chances of a of a television always show or somebody a series there's gajillions of people who are trying to make like yeah. the amount of people trying to make TV show is so mind blowing, and the fact that we now understand it is so mind blowing. Well, it's so crazy because it's also like it's not like we're actors who this that's what we've always wanted. Yes. And like if we don't make it, then we will have failed. This is something that's come along with the journey. And um three production companies said we can do this, we can sell the show, here's the idea, yada yada, go for it. And they failed and then the, the contracts are over and then we move on. Now we have some people that oh we definitely feel and we've been I mean, like, two were Canadian, and like, want, we were like, oh, this is it, like, this is it, like, oh, the first time we were like, oh my god, so naive to the process, like, so naive. Signed it to without it. a legal. Oh my god, one thing we talked about that, just so like, we're getting a show. Second time, we're like, okay, these ones are amazing. Mm. We got this. Like, we can total. Nope, not not even like. Oh my god! Third one was uh, for sure. sure. <laughs> like they're like, this is easy. Like you guys will have a show by like January. Yeah, you guys okay? are an easy sell. Easy like, sell. We're really excited. We can't wait to take this out. Oh my god, it's done. <laughs> so now this we're is- in number. Four. Now we're in number four. It is the people, first people in LA. So that's got to be a little bit closer. Like, but they're excited about it. And the, the most amazing part about this is that it's a show they about, talk to us. they talk to us. They're enthusiastic. They flew out to see us. We went and saw them is that it's the first show. And you know what? We totally believe that all those shows that people had pitched before were not right for us. They weren't going to give us longevity. They weren't going to help us build our digital brand. I mean, we were willing to like, Basically, like dress up as like clowns, and like we would have done anything if they were like, "This is your show." We would have been like, "Okay," like just so naive to the process that we were like, we would have been like, oh, "Is that what we have to do?" They probably could have paid us like three thousand dollars, and we would have been like, for the whole thing, we're like, "We're on TV." But now we're like, understand? Yeah. Now and, we're grown ups, and, and now kinda. it has after all these years, it's come to. We want to make a show about what you do, and we're not going to give you all the details of it, but like you do nothing different. You just do you. It's not a reality show. Listen, are our kids on our Instagram all the time or in our or on Ish. our Facebook? Not all the time. Not all the times. They won't be in this either. It's not a reality show. We no. aren't the Kardashians. You know, like it's none of that. But it's about it's about highlighting the mission of what we've always oh wanted. Oh my god! So, I mean, I just Nat and I now are kind of like not skeptics, but we're just for sure. We're kind of like uh, see it when like, we believe it. We're not really like, believe it when we see it. We don't even talk about it. Like we uh. we're telling you guys for the first time because we have to do something tomorrow for it. But like 
it's funny how we're just now not jaded, but we're just kind of like, awesome. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And we can't control it and we understand that. And if it doesn't work out, then it wasn't meant to be. But it's not like if we work harder, like we can work harder in lots of aspects of our business, a la like creating the virtual VIP, which is in our control. Um, this is out of our control. So. Oh my God. Not only is it totally out of our control. It also is something that is so foreign to us because you have production behind it. Every Everything we do has zero production behind yeah. it. Like I think to this day, like even Gary V was like, "What do you guys film with?" Or like an iPhone. He's like, "It's still kind of like what?" Like the fact that we are um, creators with minimal production and our team on t- inside in the production side, we're a production company in a way because we're always creating content. That's a production. Some people have like full in-house shit for people to get that stuff out the door. Mm-hmm. And you and I have one person, mm-hmm. two people who help edit the stuff, but everything else is done on the fly on our phones. So to have like, they're like costumes and set producers Yeah, and they're like, we'll create like, a set for you in LA and then you'll come out and film it over a week's time. And the whole like theater will be like made for you guys. Pardon, say what? That's, you know what? That's exciting. That sounds like fun. I'm in. Tomorrow we have to film for the sizzle. And what I was going to say, Kat, is that this is the sizzle, part of the sizzle that's going out to all these, um, all these TV networks. I, I think that we, oh, I feel so, someone said to me, the first thing they said is you look sick. I'm like, oh God, I can't look sick. We need to look good. Well, we, we should ask them because yeah, we should, yeah, what they want us to look like. Listen, I want to look like me. I want to look like me looking good. <laughs> I know, but. I don't care. I don't want to look like shit. I hear you. I'm just saying they might not want to fold. Like, do they want us? Not full makeup, but I got to look pretty. What do you want me to do? I was just going to say we need makeup. Like what kind? I mean, like nice makeup. Like so that I don't, you don't look at me. So that girl's like went on stage, but you don't. Okay. But I don't want people to look at me and say you look sick. I don't think you look sick other than you. I know you. You know me well and nobody else will. So if a stranger said to me today, you look sick, I must look sick. Okay, right? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kat and Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kat and Nat. Yeah. Speaking of. What? Oh, and then. Oh my gosh. I'm getting new hair tomorrow. I know. You have, you have a busy morning. You apparently getting new hair. New, you, you got a busy day. I got a busy day. You got a busy day tomorrow. I got a busy day tomorrow, and then we're going to film our sizzle. So then the sizzle will go out, and then apparently they'll go and shop it to the TV networks. We're all hoping for more like a, not like a cable television, but like a a Netflix series. So like six, six episode, you know? Okay. I didn't even know that, but that yeah. sounds exciting. Like how like the comedians and um, they do six series, six episodes, and then Netflix can buy it, and then they can buy six more, you know? I'm going to tell you guys, Nat and I have a theory, and I we've said this on Facebook. I don't know if we've said this on here, but every, every thing, every, okay. Everything the, is awesome. The reason we don't see failures is because it's like a stepping stone for us. And I think that when you begin to open your eyes and you realize, you know, everyone's like, life serves you lessons. I, Yeah, sure, whatever. I hear that. I understand that. I feel like more life gives you um, situations so that you can grow because if they give it to you right away, it can be like not the right time and then you're fucked. So for Nat and I, nothing ever comes like right away. You have to do baby steps. Yep. We have to do the work to get to where we want to go. I don't it's called know. the school of life, bro. Yeah. And for us, it's like, how badly do you want it? Yeah. And then it's like, how far are you willing to go? I have one, I have a daughter at home who is Olivia and she is such a fucking problem solver. Like there's no, so example, and there's two people in life. There's someone who is like, who looks at the situation and is like, I'm going to figure that shit out. And then there's other people who's like, oh my God, like, okay. So I, you know, I have one of those and I have the other one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Max, no surprise. The Max wanted over. to take his soccer, his soccer bag to school. Cause he thinks it's cool. Okay. His soccer bag. So he <laughs> carried his soccer bag with all of his shit in it. <laughs> like instead of a backpack. Yeah, yeah. His soccer bag. Okay. Well, lo and behold, he leaves a soccer bag at school. Saturday morning comes. Shit. We're looking everywhere for a soccer oh, shit. Okay. Shit. 
So Olivia's watching this unfold, okay? Max always is afraid of getting in trouble. He doesn't get in trouble, but he cries when he when he thinks he's... So he's sitting there bawling, bawling <laughs> about soccer. He's got no oh soccer God. shoes. He's not going. Oh, my no. husband's like, just wear your running shoes. He's like, the coach is going to yell at me. I'm like, the coach is a dad. He's not... So we're like... <laughs> he doesn't give two shits what's on your feet. We're like, we're like basically like, you know, trying to calm Max down. Mm-hmm. Olivia puts her shoes on. Yeah. Uh, gets her stuff on. Yeah. Goes outside. Yeah. Goes to the school. Yeah. Finds the janitor. Somebody, like there's a worker. On the weekend? She figured a fucking person out. Oh, goes, goes into the school. Mark now, I'm like, what is she? Mark goes and follows her. Goes into his classroom. Gets his bag and walks back out. Calm AF. Not even like a, not even like a, not even. She's like, I've I've got every, and remember the other time she messed up her soccer uniform? So she did something, like, she, like, was very sneaky, and she's like, I'll just do this. Didn't stress, didn't think, like, and that's her anxiety. Just, like, did the right thing, and she's like, I'll do this, I'll bring this, even I don't that's have this. That's hilarious. Yep, she is very, um, she is a very... Resourceful woman. Resourceful problem solver, but I feel like people either react, or they go in and they're like, this problem, there's no problem that's not solvable, it's just how you look at it. And so when Max came back, I was like, okay, this is a life lesson. I want you to look at it. Your sister stayed calm and she thought of all the things she could do. She was like, you can wear these shoes. We could call Tucker. You could borrow. Like, you know, we went through yeah. everything. Yeah. And, and he just bawling, bawling, crying, <laughs> crying, crying, oh, literally. Was he so thankful for his sister. Well, then he comes back all happy. And I'm like, do you, re-? but that's what she does for everybody. Like, yeah. you can't, we can't find something. Who fucking finds it? Always. Yeah. Olivia. Yeah. She's like just a per, and I'm like, if it, it's resourcefulness. It's like, if you're stuck on an island, who would you bring with you? And why would you bring them with you? Yeah. And what the fuck is that? And how do they get that? And I feel like somebody's going to love her. What do you mean? Because she's got a lot to offer. My daughter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 She's, she's very, you know, if uh, love is about what you can offer yeah, each yeah. other, let's she, not be yeah. romantic here. Well, Nat, someone's going to love and her. And we realized this on a plane because Nat's like, <laughs> I, I think I love you. And I was like, I'm like, of course you do. Cause I do a lot for you. And she was like, yeah, right. <laughs> trying to think. Like, I'm like, you need me. You actually can't get rid of me in your life. Yep. That's love. <laughs> Yeah, someone's going to love the shit out of her. Yeah, someone's going to love her. Yeah. I I mean, she has to find someone who offers her something back, though. I feel like Tucker's the same. Is he not, like, the guy who, like, gets shit all done? Yeah, he'll sit there, like, we'll be like... A teacher be like, my socks are the jumping socks. And, and I'm like, just go get them. And Tucker goes, I'll get them. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, like, just like, let's just stop this situation. It's the people who want shit and then figure out how to get it. <laughs> and there's, you- well, and that's exactly right. Like, and you know, it reminds me when I think about people starting their own business. And actually, just when we were saying, like, don't let the failures get, like, don't feel like a failure, like, grow from them. And I think about all the people who do the, um, the, what are they, not MGM, but like the marketing, like the Arbonne and the Rodin Fields and yes, the, all of them. Yes. Those have to be people who like, cause you could go months and not sell anything, get nobody under Oh my God. And then you could say, fuck it. You're like, I, I, I don't care about the, the initial investment. I, I, I don't succeed at that. But what you, but what you can do is you can take the experience, learn from others, continue to grow, see what you did wrong. And there is a possibility for you to be successful in this, but you can't, you it's can't. It's how badly you want it. Yeah. It's totally. It's really 
how and, the, and, the, and that's the world asking you. Like the world isn't going to just give it to you. Oh, it's no. going to say, "Oh, you want this?" And then you fail at it. And they're, and then if you if you're like, "Okay, hey, fuck it, never mind, I'll try something else." Then they're like, "Okay, hey, you didn't really want it." But if you go back and continue to try for it, they're like, "Okay, I'm see- all right. I'm seeing some promise here. This one might deserve it. Let's give them another thing." Yeah. It's, you know, if, if I had one, if I had one thing, like I think you and I both, there's no, there is no no. Like no is not an option. If we really want it, no is not a fucking option. I will, we will, we will make it before no is an option. Yeah. Like it's like, no, you can't do that. Well, yeah, I can actually. Yeah. And watch this. And I think that when, when you not only have, not only, do you have to want it? You have to figure out like how to go about it and how to figure it out and then how to like, what? Don't expect anyone to do it for you. What strings can you pull and how far are you willing to go? I mean, don't go like, don't go like do something illegal. All and, I'm saying is. And don't like empty the bank account when you have children to take care of. Oh my God. Cause people do that. Dude, I know. And think of your reason why. Like, think of your reason why. Don't let your ego be the reason why. Like, honestly, Nat and I do not do this for, for, to be, to be insta famous. Like, this is not why the fuck we're doing this. This is like your reason. What is, and if that is your reason, awesome. But what is your reason? Like, I think so many people forget what their reason is. And then it gets like, you know, for some people, um, direct marketing is the community. Yeah. It's not necessarily about the money. Yes. That is an amazing reason. Yes. Stick with that reason and then mm. take that reason and, and make sure you foster that reason. That means going to the socials. That means going, that means being part of something, right? Like, and just so you know, if you continue to be committed to what your reason is, it may end up turning into something else. You totally. know, ours, ours started as something very small, creating a community, community and making a little bit of money. And we continued to do that. And then we heard what people were saying, mm-hmm. like you guys. Like the community, yeah. we weren't chasing something; we no. were listening. And I think that so many people go and chase, and they chase, and they chase, and they forget the why. And I'm like, I mean, I know a lot of you entrepreneurs are like, they, you know, when we meet you, you're like, please don't stop talking about your journey because um, it helps me because I think so many people don't have the conversations. And an entrepreneur's brain works differently than everybody else's brain, but also motherhood and entrepreneurship are the almost yeah. they're like. They're parallel to each other. Don't ever forget that because when you have your, when you have your children, they are like your company. And I I mean that in the nicest way because you can love them. But like, you know, I went through, I'm going through kind of a shitty phase with my oldest daughter. And just because I like, you know, when you, you can get your kids and you feel them, you know that, like you, you feel them, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're in there with them. You're like, I am there with you. I am in there with you. Like they, they are part of your soul. Yeah. And then when they're not, when they're like disconnected from you, you're like, I, we're not, we're not on the same wavelength right now. Like we're not even on the same page. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I began to like try to learn about what she, what phase she was in right now. I'm like, I need to learn about you in a different way because my way's not working with you right now. Okay. How we usually do it. So I began to read and read and read. And even though I'm a fucking social worker, you think I would know this. Fuck now I know I know nothing. No. And when I began to read it, yeah, but I feel like that pressure is on me for someone. I went to school for seven years to work with kids and my kid is fucking me up. That's fucked. No. As it, it's not for you, but for me, the expectation would be that I, for myself, mm. the expectation for me is that I would be able to roll with these phases. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that I would, that I would, anyways, I got, I got my ass handed to me just like I did with my babyhood. Yeah. You know, like same, same. One day you'll realize you can stop putting that pressure <laughs> on yourself and maybe you'll feel it's better. It's not too much pressure. It's just a little bit of pressure, but 
Um, and then I read about her. I'm like, oh, I went and apologized to her. I woke up in the morning because I said, you know what I said to her? Mm. I literally go like this. Your tone is terrible to me. Your mm-hmm. tone is brutal. She goes, I don't know what my tone sounds like. I'm like, <laughs> your tone is just <laughs> so her. rude and brutal. Okay. So we keep, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Like this. Like she's in bed. I start reading about it because her and I are just like butting heads. And they're like, your, tw- your tween's attitude, right? This, they don't know what they sound like. Mm. They actually don't know what they yeah. sound like. They, they're no, not no, trying. So often Taylor's like, I'm not even talking rude. And you're like, yes, you are. Yeah. It's an argument, right? Yeah. And then she's like, they're like, they don't know their tone. Like they actually don't know it. They're just, they're just being like, they're just like trying to find their way. And I was like, I woke up. I'm like, you know, I read an article last night. I'm really sorry. I, I'm validating that you don't know your tone. <laughs> you know, I told you you did. And you said, and, I read an article that said you don't. No, so I'm sorry. You tell me to fuck off. We all know that term. <laughs> you know? Right. But it was asking her to do something. She was like this. And I was like, oh my God. Anyways. Just so you know, I bet if you were in a group of people who went to social work or social workers and they have children, they'd be exactly like you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, I was at the soccer thing. You got no one-up. I saw how all the girls were talking to their moms. I'm like, got it? (laughs) This is an age. I know. I under... It's like they're exasperated with you all the time for trying to help them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she whipped her shoe, and she looks at me, she's like, can you just pick that up? And I was like... But she was rushing to keep up with all the other girls. So I was the fuck. Can, like, can you say please in the locker room? What the fuck is that? Oh, like- I have no problem. You know what? Sometimes, honestly, you know, some people want to discipline a little bit quieter. With oh my. If my kids are being rude in a public place, okay, I will, I will not yell, but I will say, excuse me, what did you, because then it embarrasses them. Totally. Because I'm drawing attention. Oh yeah. And I'm not afraid. No. I'm not afraid to discipline them and, 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 and ask, no, you know, at, like put the, put the spotlight on and then they go mom you're being so loud everyone's looking i am not embarrassed me neither well look at me and she and then i'm like you're welcome you're welcome mom yeah. do you mean to say you're welcome yeah. mom and she was like Ugh. she was just she was yeah. so pissed i was I like i guess i watch parents try and like pretend like to discipline and quiet and like oh like take their kids away it's like no 
No. Put them on the spot. You being a dick. You being a dick bag. Watch this. I'll be a dick bag. I will get the whole store to see the kind of dick bag you're behaving like. <laughs> and if you're this. embarrassed of your behavior, then you must be a dick bag. Exactly. If you're embarrassed of why I'm disciplined, if you know what you've done, you should be embarrassed. Because if you're acting like a beautiful, well-mannered child, then we wouldn't be standing here having this conversation. Exactly, Nelly. Anyways, oh. it was a weekend, and I learned some things, and then I tried, and then I was exhausted. I probably think about it too much. Oh my god, it's just if you, it's just a terrible stage these puberty shit is terrible who did that who decided that i don't know and then they turn around and do something lovely i know like i know like yesterday tj was being so bad i know he's not in puberty by the way <laughs> he's, five. he's five he's not even five so i'm upstairs you know what? It's, tall. it's it's preschool puberty yeah i'm upstairs and he goes i'm just gonna finish this video and then i'll come upstairs and take a bath i call him i call him i come downstairs there's nobody here and the front door is open <gasps> Because he thinks he's like older siblings. So I look outside, I see some moms on the street, I go, do I have a child on the street? And they go, yeah, uh, one of the kids came and knocked on the door and he came out. Well, she goes, I'll go tell him. He comes back, his face is bright red. He's embarrassed, but he's also mad that I made him home. He's oh. being so bad, so bad, so bad. I just left him. Then I thought, I saw this quivering lip. I'm really sorry for being rude, mom. Oh I'm my like, God. get your fucking cute face over here right now. Oh, oh, shit. That made it up right there. You acknowledged on your own that you were being wrong, and then he apologized to his dad when he came home. Oh, well, that's good. That's even though great. he wasn't even there for the bad behavior. Oh, my I God. I don't know. I mean, it's a juggle. And then on top of it, we run, we run a business, right? But you know what? Everybody- uh, I would swear they're the same thing, except mm. we get paid for one, and the other one you just get extreme love, Beef, which is for. amazing. Or beaten for. Yeah, it's like emotionally. You, it's like at least at least the business. I mean, if I feel like women are so good at entrepreneurship, I feel like they would. I feel like all women should be entrepreneurs because, like. It's like we we are fucking professional problem solvers as moms. It's what we do. We not only problem solve for ourselves, we problem solve for multiple people all day. We juggle like, you know, if, if a situation is served, you have to figure it the fuck out. Yep. You have to figure it out. Like you are as a mom just like epically. And as a mom and a boss, you, you possess things like empathy for your coworkers, which helps out re- retaining them, if, especially yep. if they're good. And it also like... I, the whole thing about women, the conversation about women being moody and women being bitchy and women being inconsistent, I just want you to know, I had a big conversation, Kat and I have always discussed this, but I never know if it's just Kat and I, with a, with a bunch of women on the street and they all said that they, they feel like their moods are quite consistent, which I, I believe cause I, I see them all, but it's the husbands that they, you never know what you're going to get. I can get bitchy. At Mark, like bitchy in hey, terms but bitchy of. Bitchy like, at Mark, but, you guys are in a relationship. Right. That's no, I mean, like, but not moody. Yeah. But I can definitely get bitchy, but not moody, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. things that he does can make me bitchy. But, but like, but I'm not, on. like, I wouldn't, You're I wouldn't. Just reacting ever, to his stupid behavior. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't ever walk in and be like, this bad day. I don't have bad days. Right. I don't have the opportunity, right. nor do I have the option to have a bad day because I'm an emotional trampoline yep. for little people. Everyone else had a bad day. Yes. I'm going to be consistent here for y'all. You have to be. You know what? But the husband's moodiness, I mean, I find that so unattractive. Uh, dude, it, I, you know what it oh. is too? It's their entitlement of being a man. It's oh. their entitlement of women. I, I've said this to you. Like, think of grandparents when they would have to, like, um, make the man comfortable. They'd have to like give him a drink. Don't bother him. Like, oh. let, like, make him dinner and like, they would accommodate him. 
and like it's been passed down. Yeah, it's been passed down. But where you accommodate the man, I actually fuck feel no. like the millennial generation is going to the begin be the beginning of something great. Well, it already is, and then if, if it's going to be great. I mean, it's going to be great for women, but it's also going to be great for men because <coughs> some of the pressures that they've felt and had to take on are now going to be shared. Some of the things the women are, are have been taking on are going to be shared. It's going to take a long time. We're just going to become like genderless. Listen, I wish and hope. Like but we're beginning to see more if, same like we're beginning to see like sex like in all forms. Well, that's great because or has it always been that way and now people are just talking about it. And why do men like anal sex so much? Exactly. What is that? I don't know. Why like, do they think that's there's so There's homophobics that men who have sex with men, but then all men want her ass. It's very confusing. I guess there's a I guess they just want a woman's ass. Yeah, like I, women. I understand that, but why do they want the ass? I've got another one. they don't want a man ass. They want a woman ass. I understand that, but why do they want the ass? I, well, I guess it's just a fun tight hole. A fun tight <laughs> until it's not? <laughs> well, I, listen, I don't know. I don't know how this whole thing works. I really don't, but I mean, to me, that's where poo comes like out of. Anal poo is gross. Anal, yeah, why do men want it? Women hate. That doesn't make sense to me. But men like anal sex, but women don't. So why don't boys just do with each other? Exactly, Nolly. I don't know what the world, the future holds, but I really hope that there's a gravitational switch because uh, the the idea of people in their twenties and early thirties, a man wearing marrying a woman and a woman marrying a man, should not be the norm. There should be so many. Why more. early early thirties? That's when these fucking people get married. In their twenties and early thirties, that's when who like like the right, majority. Right, 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 right. I would that's say twenties. Because right. that's what you do, right? But like, let's not like. How do we change that? That's not necessarily what. Either you stay alone, or you have multiple partners, or oh. you marry, <laughs> or you you know all the, or you marry a woman, or two what, women. If you were if you were eighteen to, right now, mm-hmm. what? Where do you think you would be when you were twenty eight? I'd probably be married to a man. You would be, yeah, because I still have that like. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, do you mean with the mind I have now? Yeah. Like, oh. So you're 18 with your mind right now, and you're you're growing up, and you're like you're gonna. I'm not be... gonna lie; it would be it would be hard to break out of the norm. Oh, okay, I think that that's something, and that's why this continues to go on because okay. because it's hard to break tradition. The people that do it are so brave; they're so brave. I to heard not I tell along. about indoor cat, outdoor cat. I was uh, telling uh, my friend Nikki about indoor cat, outdoor cat, <laughs> and she was like, "And then there's stray cats." Just so you know. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I know some stray and, cats. And so I told, I told her that she was like, "Holy fuck!" I'm like, "You can sum up people and relationships in in a, in a cat it really easily." There's indoor cats and there's outdoor cats, and the outdoor cats are ones that like to come home, mm-hmm. but they never, they do not want to be locked in doors. Mm-hmm. So they would rather roam. They'd rather see things. They'd rather, mm-hmm. they just rather go. They like to just be meanders. They don't necessarily need to be in a cozy place all the time. Yep. And then there's indoor cats who just are like, they're, they're homebodies. Homebodies. And you can, you think of a relationship, you're like indoor cat, outdoor cat. Mm-hmm. And I, who, and who's a stray? The strays I like are, I, know, ju- I feel like I know an indoor stray. Yeah, there's indoor strays. There's like, yeah, you know what? They stay in their same little place. Mm. You know, indoor strays. There's all, there's all the things. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. Yep. Um, anywho, (laughs) y'all, that was all over the place. I think there was some good shit in there though. You know, at the end of the day, if a woman is, a woman is listening to this, whether you have a child or you don't, whether you're a woman, whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, there are going to be things in here that are relatable to you no matter what. And maybe things you've never heard and it may be things you think about all the time. But at the end of the day... I think the biggest thing is that honestly, uh, every day is a fluid day. And 
there's moments where you feel like you've been mind fucked. And then there's other moments where you're like, oh my God, I have the best life ever. And then the next moment you're like, holy fuck, did that just happen? Like it is, life is not one way any given day. Life is a multiple of ways every day. And you're not, you're not classified as one thing. Did you know it's Father's Day on Sunday? I forgot. I remembered this weekend. <sighs> Shit balls of fire. I don't know. Forget about it. It's just going to be sports anyway, so <laughs> whatever. Oh my gosh, y'all go fuck yourself. And you know, <laughs> there should be two Mother's Days. Yeah, there should be. We were away. We should get ours back. Woman's Day, Mother's Day. Woman's Day. I like that one, Newly. Entrepreneur Day. Entrepreneur Day's every day. Love you girls. Keep it real. Until next week. Until next week. Catnat.ca for everything with the going ons of us. Going ons. Okay, here we go. Chills, chills, chills. You can't chills no more. Chills Chills to your nipples are cold. Pinch my nipples. Twist my nipples. That'll get me alive, awake. What was it? Awake me up, pinch my nipples. (laughs) Wake me up, pinch my nipples. No, twist them. Twist them. Twist my nipples. (laughs) I just did something I haven't I've needed to do for so long. Bye guys. Bye.